Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey guys, it's Robert from The College Investor here, and today I am sharing one of my favorite topics that we kick off every January, and that is, what do the experts think is going to happen in 2018? All right, well, here we are in the middle of January, and so I reached out to five financial experts in different fields to ask them, what should investors expect going into the year? Uh, We talked to them about tax reform's impact on investors, what the general investing is going to look like in 2018, how's real estate going to play out, especially connecting back to tax reform. Uh, We talk about a little bit about peer-to-peer lending and the management of debt. And of course, we could not go without talking about cryptocurrencies as well. So we dove in with a cryptocurrency expert as well. So we talked to five experts across these five topics. And let's dig into the details and hear from these experts what they think is going to happen this year in 2018. So first off, uh, I reached out to Roger Young, and he's a senior financial planner at T. Rowe Price, and he wanted to talk a little bit about the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, uh, which was signed into law on December 22nd last year. This is Trump's tax plan. And as it relates to investors, there are a couple of changes. Investment expenses, which were used to be claimed on a Schedule A, have been repealed, and tax rates have been lowered. So what does this mean for people? Well, Roger says that the U.S. tax reform measure could have wide-reaching effects on financial planning decisions for millions of Americans. He believes that a strategy based on fundamental planning principles offers the best path to success for investors as they respond to these changes. Investors could take the opportunity to increase savings rates, including college savings, reevaluate whether Roth or pre-tax savings vehicles are preferable, and rebalance their portfolios. Even in times of uncertainty, which that is right now, a disciplined savings and investing approach, along with investment and tax diversification, can help investors achieve their financial plans. As for the general direction of the stock market, we reached out to Jurian Timmer of Fidelity, who had this to say on the 2018 investing story. He thinks, will the stock market's bull run end anytime soon? He does not think so. Usually it's the Fed that kills the economic expansion and therefore the bull market. They have historically done this by tightening so much that the yield curve inverts and the availability of credit becomes scarce. But we are still a ways away from that. Jurian continued that, having said that, I do expect the Fed to tighten more and faster than the market is currently pricing in, which could send real interest rates higher and tighten financial conditions. That suggests that stock prices will rise at a slower and more volatile pace than in 2017. So looks like both of them don't think that the bull market is going to come to an end this year, but they do think it's going to slow down. So that is something to consider for investors this year. So what about real estate investing? Well, one of the cool things that I've talked about over the last few years is that technology shifts are transforming the way the real estate market is operating. Uh, You know, real estate is one of the most attractive asset classes for investors, but there's a lot to consider with the new tax reform deal when it comes to investing in real estate. 
So we reached out to Ed Forst, and he's the CEO of Realty Shares. And you guys know that we have spoken to Realty Shares quite a bit, and we promote them on the website because honestly, they are a great platform for investors to get into real estate. But he had this to say about tax reform's impact on real estate investing. He says, the new tax code revisions approved in December hold several positive implications for commercial real estate investing, the most significant of which is a 20% deduction on income received through pass-through entities. These vehicles are commonly used within the real estate marketplace platforms and the industry more broadly. The law also adds myriads of other advantages, including an increased ability to offset income through shorter depreciation schedules and lower REIT taxes. It isn't just the real estate or isn't just tax reform that's impacting real estate as well. Technology continues to evolve and investors who leverage technology will likely gain an edge. Force says technology is also increasing access to and efficiency within the middle market investing, a sector that is heavily transacted but rife with inefficiency. This segment, characterized by gross asset values of 50 million or less, has proven to be fragmented and opaque. Yet 80% of all commercial transactions occur in this middle market sector, and there is little capital competition. Real estate technology firms are streamlining the capital formation process between real estate operators and their investors by developing a comprehensive suite of tools that includes dashboards, machine learning, and predictive modeling to augment the human element of real estate sourcing, underwriting, and investing. By leveraging proprietary data and engineering efforts, these firms can provide accessibility, transparency, and potentially investment alpha through high-quality deal flow to their clients. The coalescence of shifting regulation, data science, and the general maturation of these real estate investment platforms makes commercial real estate investment through these platforms an attractive option for investors looking to take profits from their public equity portfolios and diversify into private real estate in 2018. Woo, there is a lot there. But basically, Forrest is saying, look, technology has really improved investing in real estate. And we do agree with that. In these markets that they're finding, they are enabling investors with a smaller amount of capital to get into great real estate deals. And if you are looking at rebalancing your portfolio because you're at the end of a bull market. And like I said, it might not end this year, but it's slowing down. So if you're looking to diversify out of equities and out of the stock market, moving into real estate could be an effective way to do that. So I really find this position interesting. And I think it makes a lot of sense based on where we are at in 2018. So what about debt and investments? Well, you know, many millennials are still struggling to move ahead in the current economy. Um, you know, a big thing of that is debt, and smart strategies with debt can help keep them from falling behind. Aaliyah Duddam of Lending Club sheds some light on current economic conditions with a couple of solutions for managing debt and investments. She says, Our generation has a completely different relationship with money than our parents or grandparents did. The struggle is real a tough jog market, stagnant incomes, and stagnant skyrocketing costs of housing, healthcare, and education. And traditional savings vehicles just don't pay what they used to. If you're one of the millions of Americans using credit cards as high interest revolving loans, it might make sense to change it to a personal loan with a fixed rate and an end date and then just pay off the debt. On the other hand, if you have at least $1,000 to invest, you might want to consider investing in other people's debt, which honestly isn't going away anytime soon. 
with a historic rate of return from 4 to 6%. It might not compete with Bitcoin, but it's a lot less volatile and you're helping others dig out of debt at the same time and it can be win-win. We do like peer-to-peer lending for that reason. A historical rate of return between 4 and 6% is better than what you're going to get in a savings account. But it is riskier. People could not pay those bills and things, but if you're investing 25 or $50 in a bunch of different loans, which is what Lending Club and Prosper and Lab you to do, um, we think it could be a, make a lot of sense to boost your rate of return in a different type of investment than equities or bonds or other things like that. So last but not least, we could not leave our what's going to happen in 2018 uh, article without talking about cryptocurrencies because cryptocurrencies seem to be all in the headlines every day. You're seeing wild thousand dollar a day swings in bitcoins. You're seeing new ICOs or initial coin offerings come out. And uh, there's even like, you know, venture capital funds getting in this space. It's crazy wild west. But to get an idea of what to expect from the most popular cryptocurrency, which is Bitcoin, and what to expect from the cryptocurrency space as a whole, we reached out to Brett Romero, and he's a financial advisor at SAS Capital Investment Advisory Group. And he had this to say, will Bitcoin be a good investment? Bitcoin is at best a speculative trade. The volatility seen in 2017 will likely continue into 2018. Bitcoin mainly is mainly for those who have the wherewithal to ride out the large daily swings and won't be financially harmed by any losses. As larger investors step in and Bitcoin finds more uses, volatility should decrease. In regards to the general cryptocurrency space, Romero continued that as of January 12th, 2018, there are 903 cryptocurrencies and 503 tokens. Wrap your mind around that. So just a couple years ago, we had Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. And now we have 903 cryptocurrencies and 503 tokens. That's getting a little outrageous. But uh, let's continue here. So Romero says, growth in both categories should continue unabated in 2018 as more companies continue to try to ride the ICO craze. Leaders in both spaces will eventually develop and could cause followers to begin disappearing rapidly and market share to consolidate. So think about that for a second. There's 903 cryptocurrencies, 503 tokens, and more of them are coming in this 2018 year. But there's so many and a lot of them do nothing like you have to keep that in mind that a lot of these currencies are really just based on the value others are going to pay for them. They have no worth. You know, even the companies behind them might be a little questionable. So it is super important that if you're going to look in the cryptocurrency space, you better know what you're getting into. But I do agree with him that I think there's going to be market consolidation. I think there's going to be a lot of investors suffering some losses, especially when you're getting down to tokens like 500 and more and cryptocurrencies like below the top 100. Um, You know, there's not a lot of volume there. There's not a lot of market cap there. There's not a lot of knowledge about them. There's not a lot of uses for them. So the big thing is, is know what you're getting into in the cryptocurrency space. It is still the wild west. It is still very volatile. And while there is, of course, the opportunity to pick a winner, um, you know, you could pick a winner at the roulette table, too. So keep that in mind. Only invest what you are able to lose. Cool. Well, so 
Final thoughts here, 2018 market trend. Um, as each year brings its own set of unknown challenges and opportunities for investors, 2018 does have one known, and that is the tax reform. Its impact on investors is pretty well known at this point, and away from tax reform, we should probably expect more rate hikes from the Fed and potentially resulting in a slowing economy. Will we see a downturn or a recession this year? You know, it is impossible to time the market. Statistically, we are past due for one, but that doesn't mean anything. Like, you know, there's statistically the mean and then there's also the outliers and outliers do happen. But I would just say that every day that passes increases the statistical likelihood that we will see a slow down or a recession. Um, you know, for the cryptocurrency space, expect more of the same in 2018. Crazy volatility, um, you know, crazy speculation, big price movements. Um, unless more regulation comes into play, I don't see that changing as well. So those will still dominate the headlines for the next 12 months. All right, guys, I would love to know your thoughts. What do you think is going to happen in 2018? Are we going to see more of the same? Are we going to see a recession? Are we going to see something new that we didn't even talk about today? Let me know in the comments. Go to thecollegeinvestor.com slash episode 47 and share your thoughts. Let me know what's happening, what's working, what's not working. What are you doing? What are you planning for in 2018? I would love to know. Tweet me, leave a comment, share it with your friends. Let's talk about it. I always love to talk about what is going to happen in the future. It's a lot of fun. All right, guys. Thank you very much, and I will talk to you next time.